0: How are you guys doing? Welcome to Caribbean Caribbean Thought. This is Caribbean Thought Summer Semester. It's July third, twenty twenty-three. It's seven thirteen PM. I am in the United States of America, Philadelphia, PA, in in fact, and the students are in Jamaica, um, various parts of Jamaica, and this is the online platform or online via Zoom. Online via Zoom. And we are, um, and this is the course Caribbean Thought at Jamaica Theological Seminary, one of the oldest evangelical seminaries in Jamaica and the Caribbean. Um, and so, we are happy to to be back again for another week in Caribbean Thought. The course has started, and we are moving quickly. We have about three more four, three more weeks left before we end the course, but we have about about six or eight more classes. So. Um, but today we had a last week was quite powerful, and I was telling you guys um, Wednesday's lecture we discussed um, looking at independence and democracy and the challenge for the, the challenge for the Caribbean um, look in terms of in terms of preserving democracy, and we looked at Haiti. And we had a guest presenter, that is Mr. Brian Conkainen, who is the executive director for the Institute for Justice and Democracy in Haiti, who is a guru, who is is a human rights activist, international rights activist, who had worked um, with Haiti on the grounds and also here in the U.S. working to to lobby, um, to try to lobby the U.S. and international agencies and communities to do justly with Haiti. Um, but that was quite a powerful presentation. You guys have a homework that you're working on, well, should be working on interacting with the presentation. But last week, Monday, we had a class, which I have not released. So I released lecture lecture eight, and I dubbed it lecture seven, Caribbean thought lecture seven, summer semester. That was, in, that was an error, but that's fine. It will stay there because in fact, That should have been the presentation for Lecture 7. And Lecture 8 was supposed to be the one on Monday that that was not released yet. That will be released by tonight. Um, It promises to be quite powerful. This one won't have any background music, but it was quite powerful, and I hope you get a chance to listen to lectures, to the lecture that we did on June 26, 2023. It was powerful. Um, The lecture, and if I should just quickly review a little bit of the lecture, not all of it, because I just finished watching, re-watching it and I found it to be quite powerful and quite instructive and quite insightful. The, the lecture was entitled last week, Monday, June 26th, was entitled The Caribbean, An Invention of the 20th Century. Sorry, it was... The, the title of, month, of last week, Monday, was the title of last week and I said if I were to give it a, a title, it would be in the form of a question, So it would be If the Caribbean, if the Caribbean, if the Caribbean is an invention, if the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century, what will it be reinvented into? And who will lead it in the 21st century? That's, that's, now, I developed that question
1: and that, actually,
0: based after watching the, um, the video, you notice how you can, when you read a piece of material or when you observe or watch something, after watching it, as you think about it and get ready to interact with it, you, beg- you interact with something by asking yourself questions. Say, for example, if you study homiletics, I did homiletics. And in homiletics, homiletics is the art and science of, the art of preaching, communication, but preaching the gospel, delivering the gospel. There's a, and if you learn the art of homiletics, it gives you a deeper appreciation in exegesis and even interpreting and analyzing anything. The work of the homilist, of, this, of, the, of the cardinal sermon, the, of the cardinal preacher who is delivering a sermon, when he prepares his, his homilies, there's, when you look you. You be, you look at you div- you go you begin with the text and the text you read the text and the text the peric and you you do del- and you use a, you deliver the text based on within a particular pericope self-contained understanding of the scripture. And of course you read the beginning and the end and the whole and you explore the entire chapter and also the terrains and the peoples. That's part of the exegesis and homiletics. But part of, you ask yourself some questions and you answer your, but the, the pericope of a particular chapter or chapter because pericope could, be, could, be, could start in chapter two but goes on into chapter three. In a sense, when you look at how the scripture was, the pericope was written, there are certain questions that are asked and then there are certain and, questions that are asked and, and it is as if the questions are being answered. And and so therefore, when you look at the scripture, you, you say, okay, what is the text answering? What it is getting at? So you look. So I'm looking at the presentation we did last week, Monday, and I'm and and from it jumps jumps what what jumps out is this particular overarching theme, as if the lecture is answering this question: if the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century, if the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century, what will it be reinvented into and who, excuse me, and who will lead it in the 21st century? What will it be reinvented into and who will lead it in the 21st century? That question may very well be on your um, exam, by the way, but this is powerful. The Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century. So what will it be reinvented into and who will lead it? First of all, is it true that the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century? That's what, so therefore, now when now as I as I begin to interact fully with it, by with the question, the, the, the first thing we would then say, is it true that the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century? Who says that it is an invention of the 20th century? What do we mean by the Caribbean being an invention of the 20th century? So that they would move, so that it would lead them to the second part is what will it be and who will reinvent reinvent it in the 21st century? And when you listen to the lecture, it is as if that is exactly what is happening in the lecture on last week, Monday. I am answering the question. If the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century, what will it be reinvented into and who will lead it in, the, in this 21st, in the 21st century? And so I begin by saying that the Caribbean reader describes the Caribbean as an invention of the 21st century of the sorry of the 20th century i i commonly make some mistakes sometimes which i need to fix that's why i need more i need more editors in my life that's what i lack editors Uh, need more editors to edit my work sometimes i my brain moves faster than what than i type the caribbean reader describes the caribbean as an invention of the 20th century the caribbean reader and if you go into the syllabus the Caribbean reader and a link to the entire Caribbean reader is, in, is there, it's highlighted in blue. The Caribbean reader describes the Caribbean as an invention of the 20th century and asks, what will it be reinvented into in the 21st century? But is it true that the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century? Is it true that the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century? And when and where? did this invention begin? Or when and where did it begin? Did this invention begin? I put where did it began, but did it, it isn't, I'm speaking in the, in the past tense, but once I use the word did, then I have to use begin. Anyways, I, make, I saw an error here. When and where did, and I just wrote this a couple of minutes ago. When and where did this invention begin? And what has been the the consequence, what has been the consequence of this invention so that it needs to be reinvented in the 21st century? Again, last week, Monday, if we were to give it a title, it would be if the Caribbean is an invention, it it would be done in in a question form. If the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century, what will it be? reinvented into and who will lead it in the 21st century and we say that the Caribbean reader described the Caribbean as an invention of the 20th century and asked what it will be reinvented into in the 21st century but is it true that the Caribbean is an
1: invention of the 20th century let me me ensure that I'm recording yes I am
0: Let me continue. But is it true that the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century? And when and where did this invention begin? And what has been the, and listen to this part, and what has been the consequence or consequences of this invention? So that it needs to be reinvented in the 21st century. And by extension, it is an if it is an invention. I said where and when, but who? There's also the question um who is responsible for this invention. Christopher Columbus, the Europeans, by anyways. Who is responsible? And if it is, and when we ask the question then, who is responsible for this invention? And does it also mean that if we are an invention, does it mean that we are invented in the eyes of someone else? And for the benefit of others? Because when you think about inventions, inventions are created
1: in a particular image, and for, and has a particular use.
0: We talk about man being created at this seminary. It is the understanding by most of us here that God, that man was created by God in God's image. And then you ask, what does does that mean, being created in the image of God, bearing his likeness and so on? Meaning that we are created with creative capacities to serve God, to serve. We're created to serve. We talk about um, computers are created to, to do a particular thing. Everything created by man, man has created it to serve his own interests. And man being... and uh, being a, cre- a creature of the creator God, being made in God's image and likeness, we are also created to serve that Creator's. Well, that is the understanding of all things. To serve, if we're created in the image of something then, and this is how, if we look at creation, things being created to serve, then man being a creature, we are created to serve. But then we said the Caribbean and its peoples, we are created, we are invented. This is an important point about invention and creator and, and interests. But then we say that all men
1: are made equal, we are all free.
0: No man has the right to grant any other man any freedom because in and of it himself, man is free. If man creates anything, he does not create living things, he creates inanimate things. Yet we said the Caribbean is invention. Is it by God? Or maybe God moved upon the moved upon the world fathers to invent and to create um, the Caribbean to what it is today. And please remember what we th- say about God. We say that God. We talk about God being. We talk about the word of God being infallible, without any error. We talk, we talk. about the early church fathers, in other words, to give, in order to give the Bible a level of authority. We said that the Bible, which is an invention, or the Christianity, which is an invention, it's an invention. Yes, by man, but man, but it's really by God because God moved upon men and created and to write the Bible so and which provides that, that's what gives it certain authority. That's the same kind of argument and the same kind of privilege and conversation that many Europeans and had when they said that Christopher Columbus invented the Caribbean. The same kind of ideology, the same kind of reasoning and argument. When we talk about the Caribbean being an invention, it's invented by, the gods, so to speak,
1: man-gods. But do we ascribe that level of authority?
0: No, we do not. We ascribe level of authority in terms of our Christianity, but in terms of, and some people, but in terms of, when we think about the Caribbean being an invention, by who or by what? And then the authority with which we ascribe these books that, this, that speaks. Now, we are challenging that now because, but, 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 the, but the thing is, the idea of this invention and the answer of its reinvention would require a critical examination of the Caribbean's history, philosophy, theology, which is the work of Caribbean thought. Again, we said that if the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century, what will it be reinvented into and who will lead it in the 21st century? The Caribbean reader described the Caribbean as an invention of the 20th century and asked what will it be reinvented into in the 21st century? But is it true that the Caribbean is an invention of the 20th century? And when and where did this invention begin? And what has been the consequence of this invention so that it needs to be reinvented in the 21st century. Who is responsible? The idea of this invention and the answer of its reinvention would require require a critical examination of the Caribbean's history, philosophy, theology, which is the work of Caribbean thought. Further, we must ask, how far do we go when we explore when, when, when exploring this invention bearing in mind that we have concluded the we have concluded that the caribbean today is a set of nations the caribbean today is made up of a comprised of a set of nation states a set of nation states the caribbean that has tr- that have tremendous natural tropical resources and beauty, but suffer from dependent capitalism, suffer from dependent capitalism. Independence and freedom have not guaranteed the Pan-African hope of a united and free peoples with economic prosperity and competitive advantages. In fact, some Caribbean islands, depending on how they gain their nation or follow their invention, In fact, some Caribbean islands, depending on how they gained their nation, depending on how they gained their nation or how they follow their invention, may have determined who they are today on the world stage or may have helped to determine who they are today on the world stage. Haiti and Cuba, for example, suffer from poverty and being among the poorest in the world due to embargoes, debt, and structural adjustment, which have not escaped other Caribbean islands. So the study of Caribbean will be one that is skeptical and critical so as to recapture our peoples as part of an invented new world. The Caribbean is part of the new world, the Americas, while similar ex- with, with similar experiences.
1: Let me read that again.
0: So the study of Caribbean will be one that is skeptical and critical so as to recapture our peoples as part of an invented new world. The Caribbean is part of the new world, the Americas with similar experiences, with mixed influences dominated by an African heritage, devoid of our American heritage or any American heritage. Now, Kant has said that history is a result of the varieties of human nature and circumstances. So the question is, for us is, is our history as part of that new world dominated by Western civilization and European dominance and this white imperialism. They cannot be isolated from this invention. Again, Kant has said that history is a result of the varieties of human nature and circumstance. So the question is, is our history, or so, so so the conclusion or the assertion is, our history as part of the new world dominated by Western civilization and European dominance and this white imperialism cannot be isolated from this invention. That is the opening point to the lecture as I interact with it for last week, Monday. I will complete this. I'm, currently, I'm uploading the, um, the lecture and, I'm, and then when I'm done with this class, I will go back and publish it and then this particular document, I'm working on it. I will finish it in its summary form. I've already finished the raw summary of it, um, a summary, which is like three pages. But then uh, Chantel has the full transcript of the lecture, which is going to be about 16 pages. But when I'm, But I'm also going to edit that down to about, well, it's going to be about 16 pages or so. But that will be available for you guys um, in addition to on Wednesday, which that, that summary we're, being, we're working on too. But um, it's published and some of the initial conversations are summarized. If you go to the YouTube video channel, Caribbean Thoughts, um, it um, go within the description, there is an initial um, summary of the, of the discussions there, the opening, so you can check, check that. But that's for last week. This week, we will begin, we will do something different this week. This week, we move move from the, the conversation looking at the Caribbean being an invention and reinvention, exploring this concept of our invention and reinvention and deconstructing philosophy and critiquing traditional history. And then coming up with our own history of the Caribbean, leading to an reinvented perspective that comes from our own work here in the class. Um, we talked about Haiti, which is a very good case study looking at, that is why it's very important to always revisit history and to continue to fight for justice, not only looking at it within our own cultures and countries but going beyond our borders to look at what pertains throughout the Caribbean um, we will, what we will do today we will look at we will we'll be watching a film life and death and what i will do for today is i will i will be showing a class I'm sorry i will i will, i will play the for the after, um we're going to take a quick 5 minutes break when we come back I'm going to play a lecture and from a class that we did previously. And in that lecture is the film Life and Debt. Um, so you guys will get a chance to watch that today. So we will take a break of five minutes when we come back at about, in, we'll come back at 7.45 and I will play the lecture and it will, it will be played from 7.45 my time, 6.45 your time, all the way until 10 o'clock my time. Nine o'clock your time, and we will end the class at because I think it's it's about three hours, so um, I will play at least as much of it as possible, and we'll stop at 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 the um I stop at the ten o'clock mark. Um, once I stop at the ten o'clock mark, then we will wrap up class in five minutes. Um, you guys will have to you guys will have to watch it. You are required to do an interaction in your groups. On the film i'm not going to do any more individual work the next time the only two pieces of individual work that i want from you is week one i mean well when you the thing on identity and heritage and of course and then the second one is the one on the, the one that we did last week um sorry the one on brand containing for wednesday those are the only two individual um pieces of work that i will ask of you to do moving forward it's going to be done in group work you'll be all the interaction papers that you do from here will be um, done in your groups. So watch this um, film. And there is a chapter in, if ne- then there's a chapter in neoliberalism, globalization, income inequality, poverty, and resistance. I think it's chapter 10. Um, that actually reviews this particular chapter, chapter 11, chapter 11 of neoliberalism, globalization, income inequality, which is this book. Yeah. In the, and by the way, this book is in the library, but it has been revised. I've made m- several corrections um, to update some date, some date errors and stuff. So, um, and some grammatical errors, but, um, but most, but substantively it's the same thing, except for one slight error that I corrected. But this book is in the library at this, uh, Jamaica Lab, Jamaica Theological Seminary. Um, you will also find... It's also available on the audio. If you have the Audible, it's free on the Audible. If you already have Audible account, an Audible account, it's free on the Audible um, for the first month with a free trial. Um, and it, so you can get a copy of that. But Chapter 11 looks at cinema and neoliberal globalization. Can cinematic film be an effective tool in creating change in light of globalization? Again, cinema and neoliberal globalization, can cinematic film be an effective tool in creating change in light of globalization? And then um, we started by saying that probably the answer to neoliberalism lies in film. And then we begin with on life and death in page 64, two, well, 264, let's go to page 264. Um, and I begin by saying, one of man's basic drives is the pursuit and discovery of truth. But in a world of isms and schisms, perceptions and deceptions, truth seems more elusive and reality becomes contradictions of our perceptions, controlled by our ideologies, the products of human limitations, the products of human limitations. Nevertheless, Throughout history, man has searched for truth, and according to Kwandis Callison, film, art, and media have reflected this eternal search for truth. It is no wonder that Professor Bob Bob Clifford would assert that documentary film is one of the major achievements of cinema and globalization. Implicit in this assertion is the argument posited by film scholars such as Vertov, John Rauch, Richard Leacock, and Fred Wiseman, that documentary films seek for truth or a realism that has never never before been achieved or represented in regular films. Hence the term cinema verite or direct cinema, cinema, which uncovers the truth in cinema. This style of filmmaking, cinema verite, cinema verite, used a revolutionary style that exceptionalized and characterized documentary films from non fictional films. Further, Clifford postulates that films not only seek truth, but entertain, expresses artistry, and provide social critique for social change. However, it is documentary films. Given their peculiar production, their peculiar production styles and methodologies that usually fulfill the latter goal, anti-imperialist schools of thought championed and adopted documentary filmmaking to represent a truth that was hidden from the dominated imperialist world documentary filmmaking strategy Sought to override and impugn neoliberal propaganda and highlight globalization's devastating effects on the dominated global south, whose countervailing tactics are futile against the bureaucratic phenomena. Next class, we will talk about the bureaucratic phenomena. On the film Life and Death. But documentary films such as Life and Debt are not immune from scrutiny given our human tendencies to obscure truth and conveniently misplace blame and the limitations and myopia that cloud our judgments. In fact, Life and Debt, which is an ideological socialist response, ideological socialist, notice the word ideological socialist response, the film, Life and Death, to neoliberal expansionism in the world is a dialogical piece of work. It stitches together by juxtaposing several different spaces that are incompatible to compose a rhetoric that suits its its intertextual concept. It borrows from Jamaica Kincaid's book, A Small Place, written about Antigua's colonial past to represent Jamaica's continued continued struggles for self-reliance in a new postmodern colonial structure. It is a lopsided view that conceals other aspects of reality or views in Jamaica that places the blame squarely on the government. But what of the other political dynamics in the country that have helped to create urban ghettos that has fueled tribalism, poverty, crime, and violence? Jennifer Wendell's assertion of a consumer chain analysis are even more far fetched in explaining her dialogical implications of the film because Jamaica has been a consumer society since the 1950s. But the fact that it is consumed, but the fact that it consumed what it produced until the 1950s. Moreover, there are discrepancies in how the juxtaposition contrasts and even the subjects. We will stop right there. I allow you to watch the film and draw your own conclusions so here it is we will take a quick break and we'll come back at seven fifty and begin the film we'll be right back after this i will pause welcome back to Caribbean Thought. we are going to play a recording for um for previous class that we did and in in that class was the presentation of the film life and death watch it and be um scrutinize it scrutinize it look at the juxtapositions And look at some of the questions, be very particular. Here we go life and death.
1: And I will pause this and.
2: The government has called out the national reserves as civil unrest grips the nation this evening. Forty-one people have been arrested island-wide today in the worst case of civil unrest to rock Jamaica in many years. Food and major commodities run low as Jamaicans remain locked inside. Several persons have been shot and injured
3: or killed. Shortly after three, a single bullet pierced the chest of the 25-year-old expectant mother as she stood at the intersection of Grantspan and the shorted roads. Her family was tugging at her lifeless body.
2: Hospitals, airlines and vendors hurting from the wound of violent protests. A team from the IMF, which is currently in Jamaica, is wrapping up a four-day visit for a technical assessment of the country's financial
4: situation. The issue is to make globalization work for the benefit of all. There will not be a good future for the rich if there is no prospect for a better future for the poor.
2: Stay tuned to the details on these and other stories after the break.
5: Rich
6: man's wealth is in the city. Oh, destruction of the poor is our poverty. Lord, destruction of our soul is vanity. Well, do you hear? Naughty dread wonder, if you will. Whoa, I and I. We wanna rule our destiny. Oh yeah, I and I will make you do our destiny.
7: So the system set it. in. hmm For if they don't have you fighting against yourself, them go have trouble. Fight them so you you you, you unite within yourself, them who feel them all get slapped. But when them can not get you struggling among themselves, them all style Mm down, And that is how them said. If thou
6: lend money to any of my people that is poor by thee, thou shalt not be to him as a usurer, neither shalt thou lay upon him usury. If thou at all take thy neighbor's raiment to pledge, thou shalt deliver it unto him. By that the sun going down
8: Seven in the world. Now Opportunity to extend a little warm welcome to all visitors to our beautiful island. We do hope you'll enjoy your stay here. These countries want to stay
9: on so they'll find any way. For them, third world people like us, but a small price
6: to be paid.
8: If you come to Jamaica as a tourist, this is what you will see. If you come by airplane, you will certainly land in Montego Bay and certainly not in Kingston. the hard and cold and long days you spent working, earning money so that you could stay in this place, Jamaica, where the sun must always shine, where the climate is deliciously hot and dry, at least for the four to 10 days you will stay here. You are indifferent to the fact that you can enter this country simply by showing your driver's license. You are indifferent to this fact because you can travel anywhere. The thought that a citizen of Jamaica would have to give an exhaustive account of how and why they have lived to visit your native country has never crossed your mind. Since you're a tourist, you do not travel with stacks of cardboard boxes containing much needed cheap clothes and food for relatives.
9: What do you have
8: You move through customs swiftly. You move through customs with ease. Your bags are much searched. On your way out of the airport, you stop to make an exchange of money. You are excited by the large sheaf of Jamaican dollars you get in exchange for your $20. dollars
10: I feel rich right now. How much does it cost for a shirt down here?
11: How much does it cost for a t-shirt down here?
8: You have not yet been to a shop to see how little your large sheaf of money can buy. It would not occur to you that the weakness of your newly traded money is a result of many devaluations imposed by the International Monetary Fund.
2: The International Monetary Fund, the IMF, is urging Jamaica to reverse the declining fiscal deficit as a catalyst for economic growth.
4: To understand the International Monetary Fund, it is best to go back to history. We come to 1944. The war is coming near to an end. The Allies were determined not to have the war finish and end up in the mess of the 1930s.
2: At Bretton Woods, New Hampshire, delegates from
8: 44 allied and associate countries arrived for the opening of the United Nations Monetary and Financial Conference.
4: The key institution set up was the International Monetary Fund. And the purpose of the fund was to have a bank they could turn to for short-term borrowing to serve the short-term trading interests of the winners of the war.
8: United States Treasury Secretary Morgenthau heads the American delegation. To be discussed, our plans for the stabilization of world currency.
4: Same time, they set up the World Bank to provide capital for the rebuilding of Europe. You have to remember what we now know as the third world didn't exist. There were a few major powers, each of which had a large empire. We had no voice, we had no presence, You just were part of somebody else's power structure. You ask whose interest, ask the question, who set it up? All
12: right, ladies and gentlemen, once again pleasant evening, and welcome to my island home, Jamaica. Now, you'll realize that we drive on the left-hand side of the road. Might seem wrong, but the right side is suicide. Alright, so sit back, relax, and do enjoy. Feel free to ask any questions. Um, I am Carrie, and this is your driver's spin letter. Coming up on the left-hand side, we have Sandals Royal Jamaica. Right here, we have Butch Stewart, who is the
8: sole owner. You are driving on a road, and it is called the Queen's Highway. When it was built, we were ruled over by something called a queen. We do not have a queen anymore.
13: We have our very old McDonald's. Baskin robins,
12: right on the left hand side, right hand side of the garden. So, hey, we have it all saying, Oh, sure, so if you want to ever go for ice cream, so these
8: hot dogs. <laughs> when we wished for independence from Great Britain, we had something else in mind. We cannot now remember what that was. So, you could imagine how I felt when one day driving on the Queen's Highway, I asked myself, Is the Jamaica that I see before me self ruled? a worse off place than it was when dominated by the bad-minded English.
4: kind of financial problem, because they didn't have the economic strength to, shall we say, make it on their own. They needed time to build economies that could then make it in the world. When you see what all the food from abroad broadcast, you realize that the food production to feed ourselves in Jamaica is not only a matter of opportunity for you, it's a matter of survival for the nation comes 1973 there is a world convulsion caused by the oil price increases all of a sudden we are having to find sums of money we never dreamed of before just to make ends meet now what can you do first of all you go to the private banking system and you see well can I get a private banking loan because I'm strapped for cash and need some support and i have in trouble paying my overseas bills
14: when the private banks won't lend to you uh then you've got to do something if you're a leader of the country and typically what you've got to do is to cut back your spending in some way and try and get more money so that the impact of those cutbacks are not as severe as they otherwise would be and it's at that point that you generally come to the imf
4: we are not for sale and tell them any time they are willing to deal with an honorable Jamaica based on principles, sovereignty, pride and dignity, then we will talk the investment of the money. Bear in mind, this is a country literally beginning to unravel because it cannot finance what it needs. Because you can't have no penicillin in the hospital. You can have no
14: wheat to make bread uh, and we would say yep that that's true uh, we understand the crisis you're in uh, and we need to fix the underlying reasons uh, for that crisis and so here is what we think needs doing what you really need
4: is to sit down with them and say look can i work on a five-year program and in the meantime, I am strapped for some cash, so can you help me up front get out of the cash bind and then put it in the context of a long-term development plan? And they said, no, long-term development is your problem. We are here only to see who do you owe the money to, why you in a bind, and we'll lend you some money in a very short time frame at full interest rate to get you out of the bind and they then impose upon you tremendous restrictions
14: in what you can spend. And then we reach agreement on a set of measures on the budget, on the exchange rate, on monetary policy, on interest rates, on banks, on maybe privatization and say, yep, we think this could solve your problems." And you say to them, but
4: if I do it that way, when I finish repairing you, I'm going to be in the bind all over, because this cars have no problem, they it? Not our problem.
9: Okay, this is the um, banana plantation. And you know the banana, they say, just like a woman, takes nine months for bearing.
8: You pass a building stranded in an acre of overgrown grass, and you think to yourself that its very existence must fall under the Department of Health. It is an outhouse, a public latrine, but when you look again, you see a sign that proclaims this building as a school. The sign says, Basic School. And what could that mean? A basic school. But before you can occupy yourself with this question, your heart skips a beat, for your driver has decided to overtake the car in front of him. It would cause your heart to skip more than a beat if you knew there was not a hospital nearby. That no new hospitals have been built in Jamaica for many years now should not concern you you're on your holiday
3: the whole idea was to set conditions which the government could not meet and when the government failed to meet them you would have to renegotiate a new loan in which the conditions became tighter so the IMF didn't say cut out this education program or cut out this health program what the IMF said is you must spend only so much money on health and education and the implication of that was that you had to cut out some program. Essentially, what the IMF wanted us to do was to devalue our currency. That's the first thing, to make our dollar cheaper.
14: They needed to expand their exports and uh, diminish their imports. And the best way of doing that is to make foreign currency more expensive.
3: And since our society is so heavily dependent on imported food, imported fuel, imported books to go to school, imported medicine. When we devalue, the cost of those things we import go up to the citizens. And as a result, the economy today is much more under the control of foreigners, not necessarily through direct ownership, but through the mechanism of debt. In the 1970s, we owed 800 million dollars. By the end of the 1980s, we owed $4 $4 billion. Nowadays, we owe $7 billion. So the debt is rising, and all the time the debt is rising, our capacity to export, to produce, is getting less.
9: Revolution seems to be the only way. It may be an old-fashioned way of thinking.
8: Oh, but now you're tired of all this looking, and you want to reach your destination, your hotel, your room.
0: Are you guys? Are you guys? Are you guys? Um. Watching the film,
15: sir. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, I need sir. it.
3: Yes,
1: sir. Yes,
15: sir.
3: Need it when I right. finish, sir.
0: You, I, I say to you, many of you didn't watch the interview I did with the executive director, Ryan containen for the Institute of Justice and Democracy, and I told some of you to watch, and I know some of you didn't watch it. Because I can see people, I, anytime they watch stuff, I, I get the analytics. And a lot of you didn't watch it and I'm telling you, please, when you get the chance, it's on YouTube, you know, you can be in your bed sleeping, just bring up YouTube, bring up Ronaldo McKenzie or Brian, I mean, bring up the, my, I, and it's available everywhere, not even on YouTube, everywhere. I interviewed this guy and I, then I, and after the interview, I wrote an article because then I realized that, wait as i did the interview there's something i didn't learn when i was in jamaica and i'm telling you i'm mad right now this is why i want you guys this course is not just about passing this course. this course is more than that it's a reality that's going on in the caribbean the reality your reality as a as a a caribbean post colonial subject is a result of strategy and so when i started to hear this Caucasian man, who is very interested in, in Haiti, and how he's doing programs to help her to defend the Haitian cause. Tell me stuff that I didn't even know about. When we, when Haiti got independent, did you guys know that they had to turn around and pay France $24 billion, and that for years they were held down in debt? Which, what that's one of the reasons why they were, okay, Is that debt is a strategy. exactly what happened when they created well in Bretton woods when they created the monetary fund and then and then and created the crisis of open and after that it, jamaica have to now go get borrow money i know they're billions of dollars in debt that they okay that is a strategy that they borrowed from france with haiti from 1804 1804 when haiti got independent supposedly supposedly got independent okay nobody recognized their independence nobody recognized their independence only france <laughs> and why did france recognize it? oh because they had to turn and they had to pay them 24 billion dollars that they were paying up until 2004. And if you watch the interview and read the articles I wrote concerning this issue, what did, what did President Jean-Bertrand RSD did in 2004? He was putting together a legal suit against France. And all of these former colonies, former colonial masters, post-industrial countries, the U.S. including, said no we can't have this because if he is successful in putting this claim together and even if he's not successful the visibility the visibility the conversation is going to be out oh, in the media people are going to know about this and what's what's going to happen it's gonna then all of a sudden it's going to open up a slew a slew of doors a lot of these countries are going to start sir asking...
13: sir sir i don't mean to cut you sir was he the one that was assassinated in his house of somebody
0: but there is another president that was assassinated recently another president was assassinated in uh, last year October but in 2004 I think I believe so that can, I, I'll check it out for you know when we come back from when we come back after the movie we, I'll give you know, the answer but I hope you guys are watching it. watch it notice what they notice how these people are watching CBM they barely have TV but they're watching CBM and they and guess what they're seeing on their screen beautiful bastions and robin big to the whole issue of- Who is please look at the issue we're going to talk about the issue of system the system look at his house yeah, let, let me show somebody well, there is another president that was assassinated recently another president was assassinated in our uh, last year october but in 2004, I think I believe so. Like I'll check it out for you. know when we come back from when we come back after the movie, I'll give you the answer. But I hope you guys are watching. Watch it. Notice what they notice. How these people are watching CBM. They barely have TV, but they're watching CBM. And they will and guess what they're seeing on their screen? Beautiful bastions and robins. Big to the whole issue of globalization. Please look at the issue. We're going to talk about the issue of system. The system, look at the system. All countries were able to maintain their advantage over the global, the former colonized countries. One of the things you have to look at is struggle in debt. Second thing is conflict. In other words, create a local situation where the locals can, local conflicts, create local conflict and division. Third thing is strategy, using strategy. Whether external crisis of oil or whatever, but strategy, the strategy of debt, and so on. Also, laws and rules, the bureaucratic phenomenon. Okay, or 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 the arrangements, global arrangement that countries come together to form arrangements together for globalization. They so talk about laws and rules. Talk about tokenism, token examples were created where people can subscribe. to, Oh, if we plug ourselves into the system, that we can be like that country. But of course, they call that tokenism. These tokens offer no guarantee. And of course, a facade, the facade of two, same thing. So as you study, study systems and study, how is it, what are some of the factors that were able to continue this hegemony over the, form of the former colonies? One, struggle through death. Two, local conflicts through political infighting and division. Three, strategy. Four, laws and rules such as like the bureaucratic phenomenon. Five, token. Six, facade. Okay, that's very important. The next question is, whose interest you guys, anytime you study any society, anytime you study any society, you are asking a question, the society is set up. But what is the nature of the society and whose interest is in it? The same thing Mike, uh, Michael Manning asked when, they, when the World Bank and the, uh, and the United Nations was set up with the monetary fund. You ask the question, what is the nature of it? and whose interest? That's a sociological sociological question, a question that all academics ask when they study society. When they study society and class, you always ask, what is the interest? Sorry, what is the nature of social class? What is the nature of Jamaica or the nature of social class, of class in Jamaica or in the Caribbean? What is the and whose interest is it? Whose interest? And what's the nature of and we're going to talk about that later on later on okay but you always ask when you ask anything when you study society you always ask whose interest what is the nature of it and whose interest we studying caribbean thought we studying society what is the nature of caribbean society today how has it evolved okay what is the nature of the working class or of class and whose interest those are very important okay let's continue with the um
9: Well, what we do is call it the Sunshine Guarantee, just in case the sun doesn't come out any at all for the entire day. You're entitled to a free day, or what we call a free night. And
13: these are your room
8: keys. Oh, what beauty. You've never seen anything like this. You are so excited. You see yourself lying on the beach enjoying that amazing sun. A sun that is your personal friend, ready to stamp out any cloud that dares to darken your day. You see yourself eating some delicious locally grown food. You see yourself, you see yourself. You must not wonder exactly what happened to the contents of your lavatory when you flushed it. You must not wonder where your bath water went when you pulled out the stopper. For you see, Jamaica does not yet have a proper way of disposing of all its sewage. But the Caribbean Sea is very big and the Atlantic Ocean is even bigger it would amaze you to know the number of African slaves this ocean has swallowed up. When you sit down to eat your delicious meal, it's probably better you don't know that everything you're eating came off a ship from Miami. There is a world of something in this, but I can't get into it right now. You guys on honeymoon, eh?
5: Really shows much, all right? They're beaming, all right? All right, guys. So when you go to the clubs or anywhere you go, you're going to drink with your keys on your arms, in your hair, on your legs, where we can see them. We'll go to the front desk, get your room number, take you home. You puke, no problem, man. Drink to your fill. You get totally intoxicated, it's no problem. You're on holidays. Bounce. And from the bouncing, we're going to warm you up a little bit. First of all, our very first move we're going to be doing is moving the feet, just putting them forward, left and right, stepping forward, here we go. Left and then right, come on, left and then right.
6: backbone of our economy, so to speak, you find that the very farmers we are farm them produce, yet right now you have tons of cabbage of waste in Jamaica because goods coming in from America selling cheaper than, we than what we produce here. Course, so you find it's just extracting more than putting in. Mm.
8: The Jamaica that I knew The Jamaica in which I grew up is not the Jamaica that you, a tourist, would see now. That Jamaica no longer exists. That Jamaica no longer exists partly for the usual reason, the passing of time and partly because of this new global economy.
16: Well, when you say the onion producing this year, you can look at every house or every yard that you see around here. Everybody, all young, middle-aged involved in picking out onion, sowing onion, reaping onion, bagging up onion. So everybody was involved in the production in this district. But right now, it is just a, a trickle, just a brave one then.
17: When it's ready for harvesting, you see imported potato right out in front of your home, being sold. Put it going in Idaho, or New Brunswick, because some of the parts.
9: The shipment come every week,
18: you
0: know. US, America, Canada. Remember, as you watch the film, as you watch it, generate questions from it that is being answered. Say, for example, the Jamaica I want knew, the Jamaica I once knew and lived in is not the Jamaican now. What does Stephanie Black mean by that? What does Stephanie Black mean by the Jamaica I once knew and lived in is not the Jamaican now? Or the, the the Caribbean I lived in. The, the Caribbean I once knew and lived in is not the Caribbean. And then I said, what? Okay, really? What, what was the Caribbean she lived in now? What was the Caribbean? Is it not... It's, I mean, the same Caribbean, if you think about it, we're still dependent, but then she, but then she, she after saying that, she start to play, play, the, the movie goes on and they are showing some characters who are talking about what used to happen back in the day with the farming to make out of a, 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 a very active burgeoning, very active um, agricultural economy. So continue watching. Red peas,
5: When I
7: was a little boy ago, every body that you see around here, the livelihood was planting peanuts. All those years are over. Over and gone. All this land is what we used to farm carrots. Now we cannot farm anymore. We, we don't got any market for it.
17: Because truly the foreign carrots. It's an insult to our dignity have not been able to produce and sell in your own market at home.
16: This is a free market, and I've learned that because of the financial problem that the government is under uh, with the World Bank and the IMF, they they are the ones who institute the pressure on the government as far as we learn. Now we had a thing named protective market. The government said no import. And then now we compete with one another, but for the time being, you're open to the world to compete with the world.
17: Before, we was unable to bring in anything because of the policy of the country. But lately, it changed. The difference with the person who comes in from foreign with his trailer is that he has now been given legal right to bring it in. So I'm not fighting him. I'm fighting the policy maker, right. the person who is foolish enough to sign such a policy.
19: Some of the prescriptions and our program usually uh, seeks to uh, to implement is to get countries to eliminate artificial barriers to trade. They will require a country with an armoured programme not to impose artificial restrictions on imports uh, and not to
17: unduly subsidise exports. So when the person brings on his trailer, whether he's in Kingston...
0: Okay, I understand that I meant... Because I have so many things open, it's affecting the audio so uh so i'm gonna close these uh things too many things sir,
20: uh, yes I, I signed on the jts online sir and um when, when i press it it said it it's not open up to us can can you release it sir so that uh when you go on jts online you can watch it Right, so I'm very interested, uh, really, really interested.
0: So. It's not opening up because probably I buy, it was free at the time, but it's no longer free. Um, it used to be free, but hold on, I'm closing. I have too many things open, so I am closing it.
1: Too many things are open.
0: I'm sorry, guys. I do a lot of work. A lot of work. One, a short reading that speaks to some of the issues. All right, great. So I'm just. Too many things are open. Okay, there we go. All right, now I can go back to this.
17: And. Up here, whether a farmer gets smart and get on the trailer line, he will fill this pocket of money. But what will happen today is that thousands of farmers, they so are fattening a few people at the expense of a whole, a whole culture that took years to build. up. You destroy it with what? you of the it,
19: really? he, he holds the, the handle and you hold the blade. I mean, you know, if you, if
17: um, yes, sir.
19: Yes. you want the money badly really? enough, then you have to agree to his terms. So he holds
17: at the expense of a whole. whole culture took years to build up you destroy it with a stroke of the pen
19: he holds the the hand and you hold the blade I mean you know if you if if you want the money badly enough then you have to agree to his terms so ultimately the IMF usually gets
14: most of their own way why did we think they should reduce trade barriers The reason is that Jamaica is a very small country. It's not a country which could sort of thrive by producing only for itself. We believe very firmly that countries are going to grow better if they're integrated into the world economy. And that means reducing tariffs. And it needed to allow its importers, its people, access to goods from the rest of the world, rather than have them rely on this little, little uh, economy
12: market vendors also complained about the large number of foreign fruits and vegetables on the market saying all of the foreign foods were hurting their business the foreign irish the foreign carrot the foreign ginger everything full of the market but the supermarket seem to be doing well with overseas produce as they're being sold for less than the local produce so you're saying you're saying that the foreign lettuce and carrots are less expensive than
10: the local lettuce and carrot? Yes, that's what I'm, I'm saying. When you open up
3: the the marketplace, those who are in a better position to take take advantage of the market do so.
16: We import the spray, we import the fertilizer, we import the seed. So what we have to put in? only sunlight and our impact. And if we use that right, we produce a better quality thing, but at a high
17: cost. The problem is that we are competing with an unfair situation. In the States, nobody hires money for over 10%. The lowest cost you know is 19%, and it can be as high as 40%. In Washington, they just
4: looked at us and said, no, 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 your inflation last year was 18%. And under the positive inflation rate theory of interest, that means we're not allowing you to lend your farmers our money, which we lend you at 12%. You must charge 23%. I remember I took two trips, it was, to Washington to say it is wrong. It is wrong economic policy. It is wrong socially. It is wrong to say that we must force the farmers to pay that rate of interest or you won't lend us the money.
14: Typically in an IMF program there'll be there'll be some assumption about the way interest rates are gonna go. And I remember saying, which are you
4: will go face an American farmer? And tell him that to borrow something for his farm he must pay 23%. I said they'll run you out of out of the White House and out of Congress. Oh, that's their, their business. We are dealing with your
18: business.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We use machine
16: to farm, but the world in general use machine. So when you check it out, can machine compete with machine?
12: The farming section is nearly completely wiped out.
3: Anything that led to the more self-reliance on our resources was strongly discouraged because of this emerging ideology, which we now call globalization.
21: Uh, My name is Tom Lipinski. I'm with the United States Potato Board, and we represent about 6,000 potato producers in the United States. One of the markets which we found to be of, of very much interest is right here in Jamaica.
22: If you're you can. There we go. Um, okay.
17: Everybody say potato. Potato. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had offers from Washington from some guys, a group of guys. We asked them what they wanted to buy from us. And there wasn't anything that they could buy from us. They just wanted to sell us potato seeds. We're not short sure of potato seeds. That's not our problem.
16: I'll give you a joke, you talk about get goods in the United States. I sign a contract to produce honey, honeydew melon and cherry tomato. And you know what happened? Everything I send to the package, they turn it down, say it no it no reach the standard. They say don't package good. The size that we have is not meshing with their size. And it, the system went on so so
17: rotten with me. That you know what I did? Discarded it total. NAFTA or whatever they call them, a free enterprise. They're not free, they flow like the Mississippi. It flows in one direction into the Gulf of Mexico. It never goes back up the hill. And whereas the Gulf of Mexico can absorb it, Jamaica cannot absorb the flow from Europe and from North America, all coming in on us. This is our country,
1: our turf. Give us back our market.
0: I paused it. This is me, your professor speaking. I paused it because I wanted to make a point. Um, one, I, I want to make, I wanted to make a very important point. Um, uh, we live in a competitive. There was one point as you watched the film. There was a point where it says that um, the Caribbean, the efforts to make to to bring the the Caribbean fully integrated into the global economy. So there was, was, as we think about globalization and the speed towards this global village, this global market, this global economy, um, part of the plan was to, uh, please remember that they had, Bretton Woods met in 1942, right after World War II had ended. And I just want to let you know, there was no third world present, or there was no idea of a third world in 1940s, because in the 1940s, the world was still controlled by post-industrial countries who had colonies. And so when they had the United Nations and set up these international bodies, these countries went. You didn't find the the post-industrial countries. You didn't find any... Global South countries or countries that were colonized, part of the colonial world, they weren't there because they weren't necessarily important because they were already part of the big, the big countries that that controlled them, the post-colonial countries. So it wasn't until these countries became in the 1960s when the countries were becoming independent, where they were becoming nations. We talk about the Caribbean being an invention. I think they're talking about the 1960s as we become independent and became our own nations. But the idea to invent the Caribbean into, na- into nation state started from 1940s when, there was, when the world was setting up the, U, the, um, the UN and the WTO and so on and so forth. And of course, towards the 1950s, this cry for nationalism. The world was already planning. The post-industrial countries, there was always a plan, a strategy. Fine, we'll give these countries independence. But as we speed, to, as we become independent, we're speeding towards a more competitive world. The idea was to was to make the Caribbean fully integrated into the global economy. But please note that part of the creating the create part of that drive, part of the strategy, <clears throat> the method of doing that was to use debt. But to, in order to create debt, they created a crisis that would push these countries towards debt. Part of the aim of globalization or this global integrate countries into the global economy, part of this world WTO work, it was to create certain standards, standards that would mitigate against anything that would affect this global economy or globalization. So they created standards. The standards were created by the dominant countries outside of the smaller countries that just became independent. They created standards. The standards, they, okay, they were talking about a global economy. They were talking about promoting free trade, but it wasn't about, they weren't really in the business of promoting free trade. Please remember that you have to begin with this. We live in a gr- competitive world. And, you want, and we talk about what does that mean? We live in a competitive world, so we have to think in a competitive way, but Caribbean new nations weren't thinking competitively. But they created standards that made it hard for the Caribbean to meet so as to prevent them from exporting, which affect their ability to earn. We talk about bureaucracy, the bureaucratic phenomenon, creating standards but standards to serve whose interest. We talk about whose interest for whose benefit. So you created international, all these bodies and, and create standards to, for a facade. You develop a facade. But it was always for, to, but please remember, you have to think in farceical ways. Capitalism or neo-capitalism is about farceicalism. Do as I say, but not as I do. They created standards that made it hard. I, and I remember back in the days when, fine, Jamaican and Caribbean countries could not meet standards. Whenever they, they, they send exports to overseas, they would send it right back. They can't meet the
1: standards, but the other countries can. Let's continue with, the, um, with, with this. Don't try to force your idea on us. But now you
16: are finding that the thieves become more desperate. As a result now, we have, as farmers have to be planning. And as I, I help you to see that, we use the nail and the needle system. These pegs, they have been needles. So when the thief come now to grab, to grab the skill and to haul it up, the needle hit the hand. I have learned from the Bible at 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1 that the last day here would be critical and hard to deal with, so I am looking for it to be hard and I am seeing it pelting me or pushing me right in and hard, but bear in mind the scripture says hard to deal with, it's not to say can't deal with.
7: What role and have a government, but the
6: government not seeing the things to help the people or to do the things to help the people. What they are doing between the American government and the Jamaican government is to still join hands and hand to oppress the, the poorer class of people more than more.
7: But what we're really beat what, what really beat our government still is just the money where them want, you know, and doing busy with the term that really the, go with the money the terms and conditions and the condition, so go that that money money, money. is on to the money you we are so poor that these rich people use their money to really just push their money before like is a gift but it really a trap
23: The farm has been going from in the early 40s when my father farmed here before me it was on a continual rise in production the
15: industry flourished from 18 million liters a year to over 30. i think we peaked at around 34 million liters in 91. in
24: 1992 The government entered into an agreement with the Inter-American Development Bank for a loan of about 50 million U.S. dollars, which was to support agriculture and manufacturing. The conditionalities of those were that we should abandon any form of local subsidies and we should abandon
14: any control of the imports of milk powder, meats, and what you? Almost always when we're, when the IMF is lending to a uh, country, a developing country, we'll be making loans, the World Bank will be making loans, and if it's in the Americas, the Inter-American Development Bank, which is a regional counterpart of the World Bank, will be making loans. So, you know, you couldn't get World Bank unless the IMF gave you the bill of help, and
4: you couldn't get IMF unless the World Bank gave you a bill of health, and you couldn't get either unless the Inter American Development Bank gave you a clean bill of help. Cross conditionality. That is
14: when they finally had you by two nooses by the neck. And because we're working together in that country, uh, we have to make sure we're not working across. By the way, they're talking
0: about how. Notice how they talk about they're working together. The IMF, the World Bank, the Inter-American Development Fund. They all are working together. And as I read this book. The book is called Who Rules America? Written by G. William Dumhorf: Challenges to Corporate and Class Dominance. The sixth edition. Again, I, wrote, I read a book. And um, this book was written in... Uh, It was published by McGraw-Hill, Higher Education, written by G. William of University of California, Santa Cruz, Challenges to Corporate and Class Dominance. And it was published in 2009 or 2010. I see 2009 here, but I read this book in 2011, um, the sixth edition, and it's at the Library of Congress cataloging publication data. I read this book and it talks, it says, follow the money. It talks about follow the money. If you look at what's good, if you look at who controls or who have interest in the special, in the Federal Reserves, if you look at who controls the Bank of Jamaica, who are are the people who control the IMF, the World Bank, the Inter-America Development, they get funded, they get, the, where does the fund? The funds come from the richest people, billionaires, big bankers, financiers, the same people. Where does World Bank get the money from? From the rich countries. Where the rich countries get the money from? From their richest, from the financiers, and so on and so forth. So yes, and they all work in collusion, they work together. So if you get money from the World Bank, in effect, you're getting it from the IMF. They all work together.
1: Let's, let's continue.
14: purposes, so we will generally agree on what needs to be done. In conjunction with the loan agreement, and at the same
15: time, the World Trade Organization signed off all the member countries into this new world order of trade. This new world order means that there will be no government regulation in the trading of any commodities.
24: They're telling you that, uh, well, look, if we lend you $50 million in return, you have to lower all your trade barriers and you have to compete with us
23: on a level playing field. Well, that is all double talk. It was at this time that the competition from reconstituted milk started to get severe.
15: We ended up with having an influx of powder, which destroyed the dairy industry. Powder became normal form of milk consumption, and the dairy industry was unable to sell their fresh milk. Frank Quarry says he's been supplying
20: fresh milk to Century Farm products for 15 years. After last Sunday's collection, he says he was told that the company had too much milk and would not collect any more for an indefinite period. So on Friday, with nowhere to take five days' worth of milk, he had to get rid of it.
24: Dairy cows have the milk twice a day, every day, 365 days a year. So yesterday and today's milk, if it's not collected, you have
23: to pull the pound and let it out in the drain. This farm produced about 3,000 imperial quarts of milk per day. We are now down to just about 600 liters per day. The animals that we lost represented a lot of hard work from a lot of pioneers, my dad included. And it obviously was a very, very difficult decision to make when we decided to convert into hamburger meat. It's incredible, how are we able to get reconstituted in making Jamaica for less than freshmen? has to be produced at a greater cost than fresh It is because it is just one of a product mix in countries where they price some products to to carry others, and uh, it's really just a huge surplus. In certain areas, the Americans
24: subsidize their exported milk powder, 137%. Now nobody, nobody can compete with that.
15: The end-of-day result will mean that we have no national food security and that when milk powder finds its real cost where there are no subsidies in the first world in Europe or North America it will be more expensive than the milk that we currently produce
23: what do we do in the meanwhile we out of business it is unlikely when the milk powder gets beyond the reach of most Jamaicans that we'll be able to restart at their industrial end. So between the government of
24: Jamaica and the IMF and the Inter-American Development Bank, we ended up with these policies. Ultimately I suppose our government has been visionless and weak-kneed.
6: We're going
2: to
6: step into it. Here we go, Shelly. One, two, three. Looking for the biggest splash this afternoon. Oh my goodness, that is indeed a big splash. Come on, everybody, let's pick up for the
8: man. Jamaica is beautiful. Jamaica is too beautiful. Sometimes the beauty of it seems unreal. Sometimes the beauty of it seems as if it were stage sets for a play for no real seawater could strike that many shades of blue at once No real day could be that perfectly sunny and bright Uh, And what might it do to ordinary people to live in this way every day? You taste a delicious Jamaican grown banana for the very first time You wonder how it is that you've never tasted such a sweet banana before
6: Until, lately, the WTO ruling has affected the industry.
12: I've been handling banana from in the early 60s. And recently, I'm not really exporting now because of the situation the way
6: they treat us. We produce an export, and we would love to continue export to
9: the fullest.
5: Jamaica produces, at the moment, in the region of 90,000 tons. Of bananas all of which go into the UK and that is our market.
25: Europeans who had colonies in the past thought it um, good let us put it that way that they should help these colonies to overcome some of their difficulties to get them ready for new technologies to get them ready for the future. Under the gloomy agreement this is an agreement between acp countries african caribbean and pacific countries with the european union the acp countries enjoyed certain privileges because of their colonial past and these countries in europe feel that they should be able to give back something to the colonies in order to help them to take their rightful place in this world as far as the banana trade is concerned we have in Europe, a guaranteed market, tariff-free. The Americans, and to be brutally frank, I think it's Mr.
21: Linda and his millionaires at Chiquita, are pressuring the ex-colonial countries through the WTO, to get the WTO to agree that
5: these preferential rates are unconstitutional, and against the WTO regime. The United States don't produce any bananas. The multinationals have set up their government to protest at the level of the WTO and affect the lives of a lot of, of people in the ACP countries.
11: On the worrisome banana issue and the recent World Trade Organization ruling, President Bill Clinton assured the Caribbean that his country did not act to the detriment of the Caribbean.
4: Pursuing and winning our case at the World Trade Organization, our target was a discriminatory European system, not the Caribbean nations. I made it clear that as we work toward a solution with our European partners, we will continue to support duty-free access for
14: Caribbean bananas in the European market. And we will seek ways to promote diversification of the Caribbean economy.
21: We have no access to the American market. The access we have is to Europe and to England in particular, and that is what Chiquita and the US are trying to kill at this stage.
25: Big companies, which are American owned, Chiquita, Dole, and they already control 95% of the world market in bananas. But these companies want the whole hump.
5: Keita, Dole, Del Monte. All of this banana is being grown in Latin America. Life in Latin America is at the will of the master who owns these plantations. Salaries for the
25: workers are pitiable low. One instance I mean to understand, so it's one U.S. dollars per day. And nobody can exist on that sort of. Surely you will be able to produce cheetah bananas at that rate, but at what cost, socially and, and
16: morally?
5: Some Chiquita banana workers went on strike. They were literally forced to go back to work with a gun. Twenty-three people were killed. There are no unions. Our bananas
6: costs us more to produce than the South American bananas. We actually cost us 11 US dollars to produce 40 pounds of our bananas, while it cost them 5 US dollars to produce that said 40 pounds. We are unable to to, to match the price of the South Americans.
12: Well, in the past, things was very bright with us, but in the present, right now, things low because the production gone
21: down very low. Two years ago, we had about 150 workers. Today, it's about 15 workers on the farm. My farm in particular, we have been trying to find investors to increase our capital over the last two or three years, but especially since the adverse WTO ruling, nobody will touch bananas. The banks won't invest in it. Private investors won't invest in it because the future looks dim. In
17: the farmer here is banana was and top. Banana was good. We could call it green gold in those days. Because a farmer could um, export his banana. He could have a nice dwelling, he could have a car, but now you just can you 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 are just living on survival now. No All good. we
9: can do, we can
23: plant the banana because we love to plant. Right? But we can't sustain or children without banana anymore. And that is the reason, one of the main reasons find the young man in the street now, looting and shooting, because the parents can't help them anymore. Guys, banana, just banana, we used to think of. our
6: children children's school.
24: We would like to have some better things going for us here than for us to be cut out completely out of the market here in Jamaica.
10: Good morning guys. Good morning. I wanna say welcome to Jamaica. Thank you. My name is Gene. Alright, I'm gonna be your driver today. Yeah man. Must say enough respect, you know? First time in Jamaica? Yes. Who are you from?
3: Uh, Chicago. Chicago. California. All
10: right. England. In- okay, I know you're driving a lift also. <laughs> All, right. All right. First day and a job for me. Tomorrow I go for my driving test. <laughs> <laughs>
18: the
10: highest mountain we have is the Blue Mountain. 7,402 feet high. And that's where you get the best coffee. And it's the best in the world. It's the Blue Mountain Coffee. This
9: is Kalanje. Blessed love. Keeps burning on and on. They've been yearning. Rather than warm Babylon, give them a ride pay them money, get them funny. And then bread was upon on the Western journey.
8: You decide to venture from the sanctity of your tropical compound. You see natives. You marvel at the things they can do with their hair, the things they fashion out of cheap twine or ordinary cloth. You
10: having a good
8: time? Squatting on the side of the road hanging out with all the time in the world. You might look at them and think, they're so relaxed, so laid back. They're never in a hurry. Every native of every place is a potential tourist. And every tourist is a native of somewhere. Every native would like to find a way out. Every native would like a rest. Every native would like a tour. But some natives, most natives in the world, cannot go anywhere. They're too poor to escape the realities of their lives. And they're too poor to live properly in the place where they live, which is the very place that you, the tourists, want to go. So when the natives see you, the tourist, they envy you. They envy your own ability to leave your own banality and boredom. They envy your ability to turn their own banality and boredom into a source of pleasure for yourself
9: sustain at miss up it and you so under and I'm got him stop call and parbs in our i take it out i know them leave down the line bubble and get my life and the money get them funny and then break once the fun and president and he's off he's off and he's going oh my goodness smooth and he's up to second
6: barrier in and he's all gone. Oh, Jump, jump, jump! Oh, boy! Now you imply you imply four workers. How much a week do you pay the workers? How much do you gain per day out of the workers? So, all what you gain been going away, and nothing been staying in the country. So, the country been getting poorer and poorer, and the people be getting more frustrated
7: more than more.
6: Brother. Like in the free zone where we term the slave zones, you find. The, the, the average worker is working far less than what that company would have paid a worker in America.
18: We got
12: the label, with Chim. I was in the pocket.
22: The Free Zones came into Jamaica in the 1980s. The US government decided on a Caribbean based initiative with the idea of creating a lot of employment at the lower level basis. The Caribbean Development Bank gave some money, the World Bank gave some money in order to build the actual structures. The government is paying back the loan on all the free zones Uh, this will take some time
11: all the materials for this production process come in in trailers from the united states these materials consist of cut parts that are cut in the u.s made in the u.s and put in bundles this also involves the importation of
0: Elastic and trim and thread and all the components. We will be finishing about just about 24 minutes. And this video will be available. But um, this is so evil. The Caribbean, um, the free zone. They lend Jamaica the money to set up a free zone for the free. Okay. But the free zone was set up by this initiative. The Caribbean, the, uh, the, this initiative, first of all, the Caribbean, should, Jamaica should not have borrowed money, but should have gotten money to set this up because they set up this free zone to build products for American companies.
1: But they created a
0: system say, oh wait, we don't have to do this. We could, oh my God. I never. I just. I watched this film a hundred times, and I'm just learning it. I'm just looking at it. Really, Jamaica. The Jamaican government. The Jamaican government. Okay, allowed themselves to be tricked and fooled. This free zone was created for the benefit of private interests in the U.S. in the garment industry. For them to. What they did was to outsource. Outsource the the, the the production of 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 these goods, of these clothing, clothing, yes. They outsourced it to Jamaica, and when Jamaica thought that, and they, but what happened? Through some deal, they created a Caribbean Basin Initiative with the gov, political with technocrats and government, and say, "Oh, we're going to create opportunities for investing employment." but on the lower end notice on the lower end we're going to allow we're going to invest in employment in jamaica but then guess what the government turn around and lend the government money that they have to pay back when in, in effect jamaica was doing them a favor they were doing them a favor because what happened they these companies outsourced the, the the production of these clothing to Jamaica and part of the Caribbean. And when they did that, it in a sense it cut their labor cost. It, it, they cut, it cut their labor costs, the cost of production, including that labor. They outsourced it to Jamaica, send it to Jamaica. Jamaica, make it come back to the U S and they sell it. So now they make more money and they they make more money Jamaica so They can't, a lot of these countries can't even purchase the goods because they're in U S dollars and Jamaica now devalue their, their, their currency. And of course it's important for Jamaica and these newly independent countries to remain dependent. So when Bill Clinton said, oh, oh, you are, you can discriminate. Yes, they can. And he didn't say that he didn't, he didn't say he stuck short saying, well, the European Union U, union discriminated, The they discriminatory practice. The European Union discriminatory practice of allowing Caribbean countries um, providing them preferential treatment with their banana. He didn't, he didn't talk about the fact that they had this treatment because they needed it, their former peoples former peoples that they had colonized, that were already behind, in order to get them going, they provided this as a way, as an escape. So, you know, Europe you tried, but, you, but America said, and other Americans said, oh, no, it's discriminatory. It's not against the Caribbean, it's against Europe. But yes, it, it it was against the Caribbean, because in doing so, it affected the Caribbean. And this free zone was ridiculous. Okay? And the Jamaican government, as the gentleman said, was weak, mean. And lack vision because they were borrowing money to create a, a, a free zone system. In effect, that they were doing a favor for the other, for the outsiders. Because in effect, they were creating they said, Oh, we creating unemployment, and then they had this is. Can I tell you? I, by the way, I, as I watched the film, I created some. I wrote something about the system, the stand, looking at I uh they, i i i got some stuff about the system which i made a note of this is riling. Me. i'm sorry this is, i'm i'm sometimes i don't like watching this it's ridiculous but i made a note i i have to share this note. i'm going to resume the film and it's going to be available on youtube in the library you guys can watch the film by watching the lecture but i said i wrote a, i wrote down some things when you study this film and look at standard the system i asked a question we say jamaica and caribbean are dependent states. The film showed our post-industrial countries became dependent. Again, we say Jamaica and Caribbean are dependent states. The film showed life and death showed our post-industrial countries became and are in are, are, are dependent states. And then I said, because it shows the system. And what is the system? The system showed struggle for the creating death, conflict, local conflict, infighting, or between JLP, PNP, whatever the case strategy of creating debt, okay, creating a world order, WTO and so on, monetary uh, strategy of monetary, creating a crisis with open and then creating an debt and so on and so forth. Talk about laws and rules, terms and conditionality, yes, talk about facade, talk about standards and then of course the system, all of a sudden it leads to because of the problem of agricultural problems and all of it leads to poverty, poverty leads to crime and violence, talk about death, then, oh, This is, I am riled up in this film today. That is why I'm passionate about this course. Because we are as as young Jamaicans, new Jamaicans, we Jamaicans, we are the new Jamaicans now. Our fathers and our mothers, they had the opportunity to turn things around. Now we have the lead. Are we going to do the same thing for our grandchildren who are coming up before us? Let's finish the film.
11: this product is made of 100% USA-made material and we only assemble it in Jamaica. Trade and materials, and take them from brother, and don't buy them in Jamaica. Them said they don't want to spend their money in Jamaica.
12: You must do the colors or the size, How you do Show up You must finish about 10 bongo for the deal. I was doing the Tamil figure. I was on that section. So for
11: Tamil figures, Brooks Brothers,
12: them do like Tommy, Brooks Brothers, Richard, and Mark Alexander sports. I don't know how much them really get for a shirt, but I hear that them get a good, good amount. When I was first employed. I heard that we were to get the money in the U.S., but the government said, no, they must change it out and give us it in Jamaican, because they need the U.S., the
11: country need the U.S. They are able to come in for a number of years without paying certain taxes.
22: The Free Zone operates in the theoretical thing that it's not even part of Jamaica. It is a separate entity. So the goods come in, in a container, and go through guarded gates. After it leaves the free zone, it goes back onto the ship, never in effect having touched the shores of Jamaica. So those factories are not liable to local controls. They're not liable to things like income tax or certain duties, taxes, anything like that. The free zone is to give the opportunity of people to operate without the controls or the laws or the systems that normally govern a country's operation.
2: If you get the colour to sew, you have to sew the 600. If you don't sew the 600, you know that you don't get a pay for that.
11: A lot of pressure cut, they pressure you a lot. They tell you you have to go fast, fast, fast. The salary that we get in Jamaica, so after work, five days a week, for the week to get twelve hundred Jamaican dollars, which is value thirty U thirty US dollars. My salary I receive one thousand five in the US that is thirty dollars. Thirty US
13: dollars every two weeks.
11: And when you look at that, I'm sure there's nowhere in the US where people's basic pay or minimum wage is thirty dollars per week.
12: This is my payslip for the second week. And they're drawing out education tax, NIS, NHT, for the health insurance. And you used to pay like NIS,
2: educational tax and stuff like that, but apparently they wasn't paying it. It was just taking that money because when I check it out, I don't have any, I
11: wasn't paying any tax, but it was being drawn. You have to buy a lunch for
1: $75, a drink for $25. Sometime you come home now. Persistent complaints about work conditions at the Kingston Free Zone led our news team this morning
12: to invest.
0: Um, I want to make a quick point as we watch this, general point to you guys. You know, I have met a lot of people who seem to be very very apolitical and uninterested with what's going on in the world politically, economically. Um, people are indifferent to it for many reasons. And I say to you, probably sometimes they make, the, they make the world so complex that you have to, in order to, you have to be able to unpack it to get, to understand it. Um, and so, and sometimes that demands a lot of brain power. That demands a lot of critical thinking. And people, in a sense, and I'm making probably I'm making a generalization here, people don't have time for that. Our peoples have not been trained critically. Um, in fact, when I was growing up, if you are too exposed to academics, if you read too well, you are seen as a sissy. And it's not that, that's not just a Jamaican experience. In a lot of African-American communities, black communities, even here in the US, um, people don't have time to get into deep, heavy stuff. When it is the deep, deep, heavy stuff, which, which creates the reality of the dynamics of life, of our dynamic of life. The dyna- life is about people, And I never said that. I should have said that. Life at the beginning of this course. Life is about people and how people relate. Life is about people and how people relate. And by that, how people relate involve a dynamic, the dynamic of life. And how people relate. And and the way in which the world, our man-made world, have created the dynamics of that life. Based on privilege, a dynamic of class, a dynamic of race, a a dynamic of intellectualism or connectionism or nepotism, but a dynamic.
1: A dynamic
0: we're all in, okay, which affects the relationship of life, the relating in this life, which is what life is about. We say life is what you make it. And we say life is about people and how people relate. We say that, okay, if we believe that God made heaven and earth and that, um, and that God put man and gave him dominance over the earth as stewards and to make of it into something, indeed, he is making of it in something, man. But when we thought of man, man was only seen as man. But then when we talk about mankind and then we start putting man in races, and spaces and start making determination about this relating in life. But I want to make uh, the point that some some people are apolitical and not interested in these deep issues. I am making this point because, you know, if you you watch the film, you notice, I notice everything, I've watched watched this film over and over and I've been watching this since 2011. Sorry since 2010 i have been watching this film and every time i watch it i notice something new you know every time i watch it and this film is one is the is the film i watched that has helped me to write the book i write led to my thesis led to my focus and my entire life taken up in studying neoliberalism, globalization, income inequality, poverty, and resistance. And it's this film quite—it was quite one of the most powerful things film in my life. But I say to you, if you watch the film, you notice. I say, when Jamaica, if you notice how the woman was looking at her paycheck, and it says NIS, NHC, all these deductions. Some of these deductions are needed, you know, and the government. And much of the money is used to pay back debt, which is always mounting. When Jamaica owes money, it's not the government that owes the money, it is the Jamaican. Every Jamaican owes owe the money. You, you divide it up. You divide up the money that the Jamaicans and the Caribbean people owe. And when and then, you know, it's it's quite a sin. First of all, the Jamaican and the Caribbean people are owed monies. The Jamaican people, the Caribbean people, slaves, that owed money. But here it is that they have to borrow money. When the international, when the same post-industrial countries owe them money, because they now it comes out that they got rich off the backs of these very same peoples. But anyways, when the government it's not the government, when the when Jamaican government borrow money, it is the Jamaican people that borrow money. You owe them. money. We you owe the money. We owe the money. The peoples. And I say to people, whatever a government. When whatever governments do, it affects the people. We talk about Russia. Vladimir Putin is in, it has invaded Ukraine and there is a war. And I ask you, and I say to you, when people talk about... They, people are not necessarily talking about Putin. They're talking about Russia. The place and the people. So you, we have a responsibility. Every citizen have a responsibility. To be aware and to know what's going on in their country and what decisions their governments are making. They're not only to be aware at election time because decisions are being made, aren't really made at elections, made during the course. Whatever the government is doing, it's affecting you. So you have a responsibility to know what's going on and to hold them accountable and to ask them questions to go to the, the Prime Minister to write letters at the Prime Minister to read, find out what's going on. What's the, have we borrowed any more money? Why do we have to borrow the money? What other options are there as well? Or what did we do with the money? And the next one, next week, Wednesday, not is it either this Wednesday or next week, Monday? We will look at corruption and look at what Jamaica has done and Caribbean countries have done with the monies that they receive. We talk about. This film is talking about the IMF and so on and so forth. But no, no, next week or Wednesday, we're going to turn the attention to the Jamaican people, government and the issue of corruption. But we have a responsibility, but people are so apolitical and, in, and indifferent. But at the end of the day, it is the Jamaican people, the Caribbean people that owe the money. Okay, it is you that own the money. And guess what? It is your life that's affected because when you look at your paycheck, when you get when you look at your paycheck, all the deductions, or if you not, if if the deductions don't happen through, um, um through um pay p a y e, it is happening through a general consumption tax, which is Jamaica had one of the highest. Let us continue. And I saw that some people have left. One person, there were 14 people. I was seeing 14 participants. I'm seeing one person has left. I'm not sure who that is. But let us continue. To
1: get complaints against one factory there. The fine line workers stopped
10: working on Monday, accusing the government of being co conspirators in the exploitation of free zone labor by foreign companies. They say the problem began in January of last year when their pay suddenly began to be issued two weeks late three weeks late, sometimes longer. How
12: can that happen? No government. We don't have any government. We don't have nobody to stand
10: for. Wine Line is owned by a larger company, Schweitzer & Associates, based in Alexandria, Virginia, USA.
11: They were promised that the workers would not be unionized. They would not allow unions to come in.
12: You can't talk to nobody. You can't eat. You can't get up to go bathroom. They're watching you. Miserable. It's like you're working under slavery. We said that people get fired and them not taking on any, uh, anybody to work in the next year. And then they bring in the Chinese to, to back it up, to back up the Jamaicans, and they treat the Chinese better than us.
2: There are even more problems in the island's garment sector this evening, with production at one factory all but
10: stalled. Thursday, when our news team arrived, it seemed like a ticking bomb finally saw a chance to
21: explode. East Ocean Company brought in a lot of uh, Asian workers, I think uh, maybe up to 800 people.
11: These workers are brought in hundreds, and they they live in what we consider to be a camp situation. So they're they're all housed in one
10: place. We were not allowed into one of the main factories, but our camera caught a glimpse of the interior. The Jamaican workers say the women who started coming in from earlier this month are given more overtime work and
2: hence more money they don't object to nothing because they are get paid in U.S. Meanwhile, Jamaican get paid in Jamaican
8: currency. Can the government afford this?
2: First
0: of all, I thought they had to, it, it was created to, for, to provide employment. Now they're bringing in um, overseas people from China or Chinese people. We um, talk about re- reenacting slavery. After slavery, what what abolished, what happened? Indented servitude, where they brought it in. in the end, that, um, I mean, I'm telling you, man, it's like reenacting slavery and then you and then all of a sudden they say, oh, it's not, it's not part of the, it's not part of regular Jamaican land. But, can I tell you? Influx of foreign workers,
10: when the Great Free Zone promise was to alleviate those very same unemployment problems. Obviously, we're trying to provide employment for Jamaicans, not Asians. They claim
21: that they couldn't get the people in Jamaica with the skill level that they needed for that job.
12: If the government asks them to give us more, probably they would close down the, the factories and go to Mexico because most of them gone to Mexico because they say they are cheaper labor.
21: You know, these companies are very aggressive to make profits and um, they're accountable to their shareholders. So they basically just went, you know, they, they're in a position to move the production to areas that are, you know, cheaper for them.
12: I have 15 years and they fire me for low production. See, I'm not doing enough. They want me to draw a thousand and I couldn't go up to it.
22: The free trade and NAFTA agreements have impacted initially very badly on Jamaica. We have lost, I think, 18,000
2: jobs. It's getting worse. More factory closing down
22: low-wage jobs do move or gravitate to low-wage areas this is happening throughout the world especially with the new order. The
2: garment factory on Marcus Garvey Drive has thrown over 400 workers into a tailspin. Two weeks ago, the workers received a letter which stated that the factory would be closing temporarily for restructuring allegations flew that the Asian managers had dismantled and sold the factory equipment and packed their bags in preparation for a hasty departure. The factory will not reopen tomorrow and the majority of workers have not been
11: paid. The government delivered factories with loans from international agencies like the IMF and the World Bank. They're still paying out the loans.
3: The government is now paying us 52 cents out of every dollar that it collects in interest payments on debt. at leaves 48 cents to do everything
11: else. The interesting thing is that even though the loans are being paid back now, as a higher interest rate, really, because of the exchange rate. More factories are closing and more people are out of jobs. So I don't see the purpose. The real purpose has not been made. Let me say free zone is for the poor, but I don't see it. I better them close
12: down the zone, make we organize something for ourselves, and sell the product out here. I feel like so it would be much better. Over 500
2: workers have been added to the unemployment line as Haines Jamaica Limited ended today the weeks of speculation and officially announced that yes, it was
4: closing its Hanover plant. A real breakthrough in combating poverty can only be achieved if these countries build up the fundamentals for growth and gain access to the investment capital of the international markets. But private capital is not going to come in and help you with your infrastructure, to help you develop an adequate educational system, to help you develop a good health system. Private capital is not going to come and take a chance on developing your agriculture so that you can really do a lot of the feeding of yourself. It is understandably only interested in how can it make a quick safe market. And no quarrel. What else would it be interested in?
0: But if you know that, if if you know that, why you still why do you still go and make a deal with these people? And it's not more than once, over and over again. Why, why? And this stupid deal. Condition sir. But it's it's hey, enslave your lower class to us, and then we help you with your problems and you get a cut out it. it's the same it's thing a compromise and the possible martyrdom that is required but i don't know if i will speed forward because we don't have much time i think we only have 15 minutes and we have some more to go so i will move forward but i have a question for you why would we enter trading agreement with former colonial masters who had enslaved and killed and steal from enslaved and killed us? treated as property, steal from, our, uh, steal from our peoples, kill our peoples, our peoples, places, heinous crimes against humanity, and expected that they would continue, and, 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 and expected that they would care <laughs> about the Caribbean people, that they would honor any agreement. They have acted dishonorably, okay? How do we, okay, it's the worst of way even under Christianity, why would we expect them to act in this competitive world?
1: The person was right
0: in the film when we, he said that Caribbean leaders were weak-need and lack vision. They more than lack um, vision and were weak-need. I mean, again, I will ask you: why would we expect anything else or less? We live in a competitive world. If we live in a competitive world and we are entering into agreement with the competition who just were our colonial masters who have done heinous crime in, in the name of, com- they are driven by their, we talk about people are driven by their, they are driven by their bottom, the dominant class. They're driven by their, their bottom line. They want to make a profit. Why would we enter? Trading agreement with former colonial masters who had enslaved and killed and steal from our peoples and, and expect that they would honor or care, honor their agreement or the care about what happened based on the terms of their, uh, their agreement? That's a question that you should, you know, you, we should ponder. Let's continue. <laughs> My generation, maybe not even me, is diluted. So they cannot think, they don't breaking down barriers, but you have to sign to it, okay? Are we going to the entire lecture available? Next thing you know, I stop it and next, week I
14: don't. next thing you know, I stop country in proportion roughly to its size in the world economy. So the U.S. country are in proportion roughly to its size. The question of where is the power in the IMF first, um, the votes of each country are in proportion roughly to its size in the world economy. So the US has just over 17 and a half percent of the vote because it's the biggest economy in the world. And Japan has the second most votes and Germany the third. So in that sense, the US is by far the biggest single voice. To change anything in AMF
3: you need 80% of the vote, and I think the United States and Western European countries control more than 80% of the vote, which means that you can't change anything in IMF unless
26: you get their approval. Dem and them economical plan. Still can't find a solution. Borrowing money for lending. World Bank and our friend. So, and so, American farmers get a upper hand while our farmers go in one day one. Bank, crash, slash, Big boy, item stash. No money, no job. Borrowing money, filling. Capitalism, and our friend. Look at every IMF country today
4: and tell me which has a really good hospital service, which has a good educational system, which has anything. All of them were trapped in that old colonial crisis of finance.
26: Life and death. No are nowhere else to go to but uh, to the IMF and the World Bank. They found it viable enough and
18: came to our systems. I think in dealing with people like the IMF, that you do your own work so well, that you don't take to them a plan where they dictate to you what. to do. They were not created
4: by an international body that included the interest of developing countries. Haiti
6: is a country where we live with less than 250 US dollars per capita. That means if you just follow the structural adjustment program without thinking on the economic situation of the people, you will just collect money to pay the interest of the debt and not investing
17: in people.
26: No more blind feet. We need food in our plate. Look how long we are sweating. Too much foreign debt. Those who are responsible of
6: those institutions, they may have goodwill, quote-unquote, but the results are telling so many others that it's not what we have. As a matter of fact, why do we have today 1.3 billion people in the world living with less than one dollar a day
4: those who control affairs have no interest in whether you are self-sustaining they are doing their work their duty if the pressures that they put force you to a greater dependence on foreign capital So, you see, it's not as simple as capital coming in. What kind of capital? And does the capital help you to become self sustained?
26: It's life and death. McDonald's could
6: be using so many products grown in Jamaica, like Irish potatoes, and seasoning and vegetables. In other words,
7: what they do is import all these So things. that is how them stronger
6: yeah, the
7: small governments, yeah, them coming in like them building, but really breaking down more than all them building.
20: The case was very important because it was the first case in Jamaica dealing with the, the effect of globalization in, in that commercial respect. U.S. McDonald's claimed that the Jamaican company was passing off its business as theirs. By using the name McDonald's, they would cause people to think that they were really a branch of the U.S. company. And the Jamaican company insisted that they were here first and had been here for over 20 years using the name. The U.S. company claimed that by opening offices here, they'd provide employment, they would purchase stock and uh, raw materials from local producers, and they would therefore help the economy. They placed great emphasis on the size of their advertising budget. They spent billions of dollars worldwide promoting the name. And they argued that that gave them in all countries that received U.S. satellite TV, that had U.S. magazines on sale, people in that country would necessarily know about McDonald's and associate the name with that company. The simple aspect was that the nature of the Jamaican operation was such that it would confuse no one.
10: On today's menu, we have curry gold, Roast beef, fish and chips, chicken and
20: green peas. They sold, to a large extent, traditional Jamaican fare. The judge refused to close down the Jamaican company. And and that did create some pressure because Chamber of Commerce and similar people were calling us to say, you're keeping out business and you're preventing the development of the economy. It's a question of what's fair for the
14: citizens of that country if they're working and they're manufacturing and they're producing, why shouldn't they have the right to buy things that other people have in the rest of the world? You know, there's just Burger King and Kentucky Fry and pizza
3: and just all of the things of mass consumption in American society, in a society that does not have a productive base to sustain this. McDonald's
11: started talking to us about three years ago. This facility, which cost us 40 million to upgrade, was put in place to facilitate people like McDonald's and Burger King, increase our production and make patties that they wouldn't have to be importing them. McDonald's have asked us to supply them with a HACCP plan, we have done that. We have made burgers for them, which they have sampled and found to be okay. In fact, the taste has been much better than the ones they had imported but
2: we still have not been able to supply them. Beef farmers from several parishes who've been hurting from the importation of less expensive meat today vented their frustrations against fast food giant McDonald's.
22: Yeah, well, I've been in farming from 1977. And uh, I've never had a problem in all those years selling cow until last year. All these animals should have been sold from December. We just cancel them. In America, you wouldn't find cows grazing the pasture like this. They are injected with an anabolic steroid known as stillbestrel. We can't use stillbestrel here, it just doesn't come into the country. But it's been used on farms abroad. So when the people are consuming imported beef,
26: they're really exposing themselves to cancer causing agents. We had a case where. One of the local businessmen thought it'd be a good deal if he could buy some chicken cheap. When they came up with an idea that they would import some chicken, this chicken, it turns out upon examination, was, I think, about 20 years old. When we determined that, yes, it was not for human consumption, he tried to convince us that the shipment only came here accidentally and that the shipment was in fact for Haiti, and that we should release it back into his custody so he could send it on to uh, Haiti.
6: I been in America. I never seen nowhere in the store where them sell chicken back. But yet I see leave America and come to Jamaica. It's from slavery, and I remember slavery was that the master. Would eat what he considered the better part. And then the slaves would get refused. So the, the back and the neck and the tail and the foot and all these things is like a terrible
17: country.
9: <laughs>
27: A very interesting thing in the US poultry market has been the development of the passion for white meat. Um, Obviously, if you take the breast meat off a chicken, you're left with the dark meat, the leg and the thigh, and the neck and the back. As a consequence, there is more and more of the dark meat, which is imported from the United States of America. And that has really been the threat to our market at this point. When the cost of producing a pound of breast chicken meat in the States is very likely about 50 cents it was being offered to Jamaica as low as 20 cents a pound. This had a traumatic effect in terms of our local industry and our ability to compete. There's no doubt that the markets in our region have been targeted by the US industry in terms of penetrating and supplying those markets at the detriment to the local industry and the possible loss of jobs.
2: The labor dispute involving management and workers who were made redundant at the Jamaica Broilers' Spring Village plant in St. Catherine turned nasty today. Over 200 chicken farmers who've been suffering losses since the shutdown of the plant protested to bring attention to their plight. Former workers demonstrating outside the plant clashed with the police, resulting in an all-out brawl in which a number of persons were injured and a vehicle belonging to the plant set on fire. Mr. Wildish noted several initiatives had been taken without success to achieve international competitiveness.
27: We're told that we've got to find areas we can compete, and we say what? What are these niche markets that we're meant to be going after? They tell us, well, peppers and spices and these things, you should be able to grow those efficiently and you do have tourism.
11: Karen, you are riding the white. Glenn, you are riding the green crab. And Robin, you are riding the yellow. So on the count of three, we're going to set the crabs free. Remember, no sudden movements. One, two, three. All right. Everybody is up, but the red is in the lead now just by two crab lengths, and it could be in the middle. The yellow hasn't moved up to now. We don't know what's happening with him. The white has now taken over the The green is still on. (laughs) The green is still on. Is coaching our crowd, so the white crowd is the winner of
3: that race. Up to you to tell us who you think has the best tag. You can see Scott is the well, Tim. Tim, turn around so that everybody can
27: see your tag. Huh? Nobody said compete against guys. Oh, never mind.
9: Circumstances made me what I am. Was I born a violent
7: man? When I got here, we we had about maybe 120 guards. Today we're probably about
6: 18, 1900 guards. We have 300 dogs, and we have branches all over the island. Sounds strange, might sound foolish, but things are getting better. Every day another fall victim to the buried. Is it a growing industry? I would say yes it is. I mean with the high crime rate, you know, there's always a need to protect life and property. We do work for the
7: hotels, all the homes, we do home protection and so on.
9: Circumstances made me what I am. Was I born a violent man?
27: The violence caused a
5: lot of dead. And the violence, without the violence, you wouldn't have so much people really dead still, you know? I met the person in did about about 30 years, about 30 years. But the French was about two years ago now, I started to make the couple them. The French, I think, kind of get slow, like. But you know to sell?
4: You survive, and much, much suffering later, I suppose you slowly begin to come out the other end. But the country that comes out is nothing like the country that it could have been.
9: This
0: is the end of the film.
4: globalization has provided enormous opportunities for growth,
14: investment, and transfer of know-how and technology. Where does Jamaica stand now uh, is interesting. Incidentally, there is an IMF program with Jamaica at the moment. We're not lending them money, but we have what's called a staff-monitored program. We don't have an IMF agreement. We are
3: following what the IMF would have wanted us to do on an agreement anyway. So that the influence of IMF is still very much here. We're not getting any IMF money, but we're still doing what they want us to do.
25: Tonight there are violent protests over higher taxes and fuel prices in Jamaica.
14: As many as six people have been reported killed in the unrest that is sweeping across that Caribbean island. It escalated in the past 24 hours an 18-year-old dead at this home. The jump in the gas tax is hard in a country with many poor. The government defends it as a way to pay for bank failures, but now suggests there may be room for compromise.
4: This is in the UN if you want to know, is the continuing demand of the so-called third world for a voice in strategic IMF policies so that they become sensitive to our interests.
3: Destruction of all.
4: just live in a walk in contradiction every day of your life so you can imagine that we eventually had to go to them and eventually had to sign an agreement with them was really one of the bitter traumatic experiences of my public life
8: Jamaica was discovered by Christopher Columbus in 1493. Not too long after, it was settled by human rubbish from Europe, who used enslaved but noble and exalted human beings from Africa to satisfy their desire for wealth and power. Eventually, the masters left, in a kind of way. Eventually, the slaves were freed, in a kind of way. Of course, The whole thing is, once you cease to be a master, you're no longer human rubbish. You're just a human being and all the things that adds up to. So too with the slaves. Once they are no longer slaves, once they're free, they're no longer noble and exalted. They're just human beings.
25: It's not enough for one man once. There's enough to feed the people in the world. Man must share for judge a love and a kiss for everyone. It's not enough for one man once. There's enough to feed the world. So be still Babylon.
6: put our faith in the most high that he will not desert us or permit us to destroy humanity that he created in his image. We must look deep within ourselves into the depth of our souls. We must become something we have never been and for which our education and experience and environment have ill-prepared us. Hey, the so we know our salvation rests in the hands of the Almighty. For them give a basket, figo carry water.
18: For give
9: a basket, carry water.
12: The economic basically for us doing this plantation is to suffice people who cannot buy the laws and other things for dearer price than we doing it. We're trying to make ourselves self-reliance and self-production like we're planting colour lettuce, we want onion, beets, carrots and other protein but the land is too small for us and we are forceful people who will put out the production and in the country If the government look for people like, forceful people like us who will put out production, we can have our own thing to supply our own country. So we have a basic forceful people.
8: If you come to Jamaica as a tourist, this is what you will see.
0: There we go. Stop share. Wow. I um I won't ask you because time is of the essence. What a powerful. I just want to wrap this class up by saying um uh according to the the last scene it says we Ras Tafari, former emperor of Ethiopia. The guy was reading one of his readings is that we were our experience and our and and our education has ill prepared us and so these guys say who will look We look to the eye and eye <laughs> quite interesting anyways um what was important in the film you, you saw a juxtaposition that's a very important word in cinema juxtaposition anytime juxtaposition means side by side that's a very important word when you watch film the camera, the editor, the the of the film, and the the pose is very important. the position. If you look at the film, it shows the position of the tourist and the position of Jamaican. The tourist from overseas, who is usually white, is always at the hotel. If he comes out, if he if he or she ventures out, he's in a car being driven by one of the locals. But he's having fun. Okay and dancing and so on. Now, if you look the anytime the camera shows the Jamaican or the local, it's always one of intention, crime, violence, agriculture, struggling to survive, tension, Um, the, you know? So if you look, so if you, so this film looks, doxtaposed, it looks at the, the any it shows the tourists, I mean, the tourist is always traveling, moving in a plane, or always in a nice hotel, being served, Look at the Jamaican or the local or the former colonized man. He's serving. He is intention or fighting with his other brothers and sisters. You saw that that juxtaposition. juxtaposition. Real struggle, real struggle. You see that juxtaposition. Juxtaposing
10: modern slavery, sir. And plus,
0: juxtaposition means side by side.
10: Modern slavery was what was being juxtapositioned
0: okay it shows that the new way of the new way of hegemony in the world of exact okay but anyway it says there are two listen to this point it says there are too poor to live properly or to escape They are too poor to live properly or to escape you know it's this film was it's quite powerful i am going to stop right there oh by the way milk banana corn we saw all that all that was affected milk banana and Cohen, I was very upset about the Bill Clinton situation. You know, I, that's still, upsets But anyway, it's just quite powerful. It was quite, we're gonna stop here, guys. We're gonna stop here. Next week, the homework is for you guys to, to do a review and to submit it before the class next week. The review of, do review of this film? Uh, okay, and one of the questions that I'm gonna ask you is, who do you think this film is? intended who is it intended,
1: Sir, intended. Huh? say it again uh, i will stop there we will wrap up class in just a
0: second oh let me just stop the video bring it up here uh there we go and escape Go back to the tab.
1: There we go. And we
0: are we are back. What did you guys think about it? Ah, sorry about that. Doing several things one time. How was that, guys?
13: Sir, how it was, was very interesting. I think it's 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 quite fascinating to see how things even though they have somewhat changed they've also remained the same especially with regard to the asian presence in jamaica and um what it was like that was what in the 40s 50s
0: no that was in the was it then the the late the 90s that was in
13: the 90s 90s. okay Mm -hmm. so that was that was our reality then and you know with the with the right right the 90s we're talking about the 40s in it um but that was our reality then um especially with regard to the chinese and them being treated you know almost favorably by our government and now we are seeing we're witnessing this before I still so so many things have somewhat changed but they have really only remained the same you know so that was a very interesting to note
0: yes and they brought in some of these people and then some of the the, the the private companies brought them in and um and I don't think that they sometimes the government couldn't do anything because it was because of the deals and the arrangements and the agreements that were made and how they were made. You know, and that is why I say to you that Caribbean nations countries have to be very strategic. They have to think strategically. And that if they and we and, and you know, I, I made I um as we get to wrap up this class, the, I I wanted to read something from this book, Eli, I think I have it on the syllabus, Eli Kadori. Um, It's entitled um, Nationalism is the Fourth Expanded Edition. And and Eli Kadori defines nationalism as a doctrine invented in Europe at the beginning of the 19th century. It pretends to supply a criterion for the determination of the unit of population proper to enjoy a government exclusively its own Mm -hmm. for the legitimate exercise of power in the state. And with the right organization of a society of states. Briefly put, the doctrine of nationalism holds that humanity is naturally divided into states or into nations, that nations are known by certain characteristics which can be ascertained, and that the only legitimate type of government is national self-government. Not the least triumph of this doctrine is that such so importantly, again, that briefly the doctrine holds that humanity is naturally divided into nations, that nations are known by certain characteristics which can be ascertained, and that the only legitimate type of government is national self, self-government. Um, when you start to define this, this is kind of deep because certain characteristics, even within the nation, you still have certain characteristics that can define certain people within the nation. <laughs> so, but I believe that one of the problems for care what has affected, um, I'm going to raise some issues real quickly before we wrap up. One, Michael Manley said, what comes out is not the country that it should have been. What comes out is not the country that it should have been. It's not the countries, the Caribbean countries. What comes out? What is he talking about? What comes out is not the country. Please remember, when the, did you remember the, Stephanie Black says, the Jamaican I once knew is not the Jamaica that exists today. Doesn't that sound a bit like... Homie Baba? Doesn't that sound a bit like Homie Baba? Location of culture? when she was talking about the cosmopolitanism and doesn't it sound, you see how all these people are connected in a sense because they have similar experiences. It's quite, it's rather interesting. What the Jamaica I once knew is not the Jamaica that exists today. How so? What What is Stephanie Black talking about? But then Michael Manley said, what comes out is not the country that it should have been or could have been. Please remember in the 1950s, you know, Jamaica was on par with Singapore in 1957. We found bauxite, okay, and we were growing at an alarming rate. GDP was at 5.3%. Please remember that our value, our, the, the value of our currency was on par with that of a post industrial country. But then Professor Michael Ritter said that we had to devalue our currency. Uh, please remember that although we talk about strategies and policies, um, please, there's one point that, there's a point where the people from the IMF said that, oh, we know what's best for the Caribbean. We know what's best for developing countries. We know, that's very important, we know. That sounds, sim- that sounds a bit like Occidentalism or Orientalism, where the West knows what's best for Egypt. The West England know what's best for Egypt. The colonial master knows what's best for Africa or for the colonies, they know what's best. Because in Orientalism, the Western view about the East is one where the the East is, they're simple, they're dumb, they don't know what, they don't know anything. They are devoid of knowledge and intelligence. That's Orientalism. I have a book here that talks about that, actually, Orientalism. And you find that same kind of ethnocentric ideology within global, social econ- and global policies and economic policies between the global north and the global south. And, you, and through we know what's best for the Caribbean. The Caribbean people don't know what's best for them. But please remember, we also live in a competitive world. So they know what's best, but at the same time, we live in a competitive world. They want to position the care. They want to limit the competition, the dominant class or the form of, form of colonial masters. The third thing, please, no, the third thing is third world. Michael Manner said that there was no third world in 1942 when Bretton Woods, during the Bretton Woods meeting. This is a very good, this is a very important piece of history that you would know, like at, at the academic level, at this collegiate level of students at this level. When you speak, you speak with a breath of, you are, in 1942, after World War II, when they okay, when the countries came together, the France and England and so on came Germany, they came together to form the United Nations and to launch, and from that the WTO and, and all the other international bodies that came out of that. There was no third world. The third world, no representation of a developing country, become majority, a lot of the developing countries were colonies of these countries. So I wonder what came out of this 1942 meeting as as it relates to this. And then by 1950s, we have this nationalist drive. Because if you read Eli Kadori, Eli Kadori wrote this book in 1960. Between 1959 up to 1960, and 1960 was the beginning of nationalism. This nation, okay, they were already talking about nationalism with Bretton Woods coming The Bretton, not Bretton Woods, the Bandung Conference, the 1942 United Nations Meet. Then by 19, what was in the 1950s or something? They had the Bandung Conference, and by the 1960s, you have this drive towards nationalism. And then that's when you had the third world. People start talking about the third world. After former colonial countries became independent, and so on, all of a sudden, you had the third world. Um, Now, there is, I want to, in I want to talk about one more thing for context: the West Indies Federation in 1962, when Jamaica got independence, and many Caribbean countries got independence in the 1960s. Before this, in the, please remember this idea of nationalism: people want um, this determine this, this self, this this drive to self determine, to develop. Okay, but there was also this drive where Caribbean countries were seeking independence, but as a federation. So the plan was for the Caribbean to have a federation. So instead of having Jamaica, Trinidad, we would all form a federation. That's where the federation talks collapsed. And then you have nation states. And part of my... part, And, and I'm going to say that part of the problem was that, and that's one of the problems of nationalism. Because when you start to... This drive, this, drive, this, drive, this drive towards nationalism thwarted any strength that would come from a Caribbean Federation or West Indian Union. Because if the Caribbean people were thinking in terms of the future, then they would, they would, have, they would have negotiated a federation. But the post-colonial countries were very happy when the Caribbean countries when the talks of a union collapsed and they were going to have independent nations. That was very good because it means then that the, the, it's, we, are much, we are weaker by ourselves. So if we are going to negotiate with the IMF, we, we should have been negotiating together, the Caribbean countries. If we were negotiating with, we should have, but that's what I'm about. Jamaica negotiated with the IMF by themselves, Hey, uh, Barbados by themselves. All of these countries by themselves, and and that was part of the problem. We talk about Professor Witter talks about strategy and the, the issue to devalue our currency. He talks about that, and he talks about several different um, ways in which. And we last week last week we mentioned that with um, what's his name again? Um, Brian Conklin talking about debt, using debt and foreign um interference in countries and i mentioned structural adjustment as another way and okay so those are some of this some of the other um things that comes out of the film and of course why would we enter trading agreement with former colonial masters who had enslaved and killed and steal our peoples and places and ex- and expect them that they would on un- if that would, they would honor anything else or care so those are some um ideas for you guys to think now i see a raised hands a hand um who had judin was that you we're gonna wrap up in oh it's ten we're gonna wrap up on um, but any final question or thought um you will have to do a reflection on this in your groups i did raise a few points here i will also type it up for you guys some of the points i raised and in fact you guys will, will will do an interaction of today I would still type, type up some stuff and send out, but, um, but work in your groups to get the class. Okay, some people have to leave, but... Uh, and if you guys want to text and email me what about your thoughts about the film and everything going through your mind and how you, your, the emotions and the feeling and how did you feel? I want to hear that. I want to hear the, what emotions what's going through your mind. What feelings? We're going to discuss this on, on, on Thursday. Um, are you still going to work on your interaction paper in your groups? But I want to have an in the first hour, I want to have an initial discussion. What were your feelings, your mood? I want to hear from you guys. You guys will get, I want to hear from you. Okay, you guys can get to watch this film. This is actually available in on the YouTube channel in Caribbean Thought. But this film will also be available in YouTube. We're gonna I'm gonna share it via Zoom and I'm also gonna share create a production of it and send it to you and do a, and so on. But if you guys want to prepare for the discussions on Thursday because the first hour we're going to discuss this before we move into the next lecture looking at um something on some other stuff any any um, somebody had okay we're going to end now but um good night sir classmate i have to leave okay great 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 any final thoughts before i um i close the close the zoom any final thoughts none all right guys thank you it was it's indeed a pleasure um um facilitating facilitating discourse, you guys, you guys will make the difference. It is you who will make the difference. It is you who will now take the message and 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 it's you know sometimes I talk about jail, p and p and p, all that was to divide us, to divide us so that we don't. We needed a kind of unity, work together, but we think in terms of party and we think in terms of Caribbean islands, okay? we okay. Yes, we need to protect our individuality, but we also need to promote our unity in order for there to be changed. Thank you, guys, for this great opportunity, and I pray that God will continue to bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon all of you, and that you will be so challenged and emboldened and so blessed in a profound and powerful way in everything that you do. Whatever needs you have, whatever way you want God to intervene in your life, I pray that God will meet you where you need the most and that God will grant you his favor, and that God will grant you tremendous faith to move mountains with that seed of faith. Whatever you are going through, may you find resolve in the name of Jesus. May you encounter the power of God, and may you commune with him in such a profound way, in such, and tell him specifically what your concerns are, and how that will make him look good, and how that will advance humanity. And, so, and then as he blesses you and, and, and expand on, in your programs and your ministries, please tell God, yes, you have set me up in these ways, but Lord God, please remember there is this other way that if that you have set me up in this way, now set me up in other ways so that I can continue the way you have set me up. And God will meet you where you need. And even now, I pray that God will bring healing even now, I pray that God will bring deliverance. Even now, I pray that my students will come to class on Wednesday with a testimony of blessing, financial blessing, favor, blessing. Blessing of how they were going through the fire, but how you pulled them through it. Blessing of how they wrote a powerful story and it was published. A blessing of how you moved through them to empower and to touch lives and how the power of God moved in such a profound way bless them even now and as you bless them in those ways give them content give them ideas give them creative juices and help them to rise above and to become competitive people of god who walk under divine protection and favor and under the power of the divine god we tell you thanks in jesus mighty and matchless name we pray amen god bless you guys